0: You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth, with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word RESOURCES to 38470. Hey guys, it's Manal. hope everyone's doing super well. Um, I hope everybody can Thursday and as promised I am here to answer the dental marketing questions. I got quite a few but I'll go over main, the main five ones. The other ones I'll try to reply as well to The first question I got was about reviews. How do I reply to reviews on Google? Well, there are multiple ways, but the easiest way for you to do this is go to business.google.com. Okay? Business.google.com. Once you go there, sign in. The email that you're going to be signing in with is going to be the email that you actually have your Google Plus profile or your Google Business profile under. So sign into it. Once you sign in, you're actually going to see the Google Business page. Now here's where it gets a little tricky. If you see the Google Business page listing, it'll be listed there. You click on it on the right side. It will say two things on the right side. Resolve updates, or it will say, it will you will see a blue house, right? So click on whatever's there. Um, If it is Resolve Updates, you want to click on that and you will see the updates in red. On the bottom, usually it's if you are wheelchair accessible or if you have a bathroom and things like that. So click on it. Make sure that you resolve the actual updates. If you don't have any updates, you're just going to see a blue house. Click on the blue house and when you go to the blue house, you will actually see the back end of your Google page, your Google business page, and you will see reviews there. And right under there, you will see Manage Reviews. So you click on Manage Reviews and you reply to the reviews that's it that's how easy it is now I would definitely want you to make sure that you have it set up that way so that when you log into Google you see all the reviews and you also get alerts from Google to let you know that you have reviews go on to it every week Uh, if you don't have that set up just make sure that you always reply to reviews remember you want to reply to negative and positive reviews don't just reply to negative ones if I took the time out to give a high five and write a review I want to make sure that I get something like, hey listen, you are actually reading my reviews. This is so cool, right? And remember, the reviews on Google are obviously, you know, for you to better yourself because you want to make sure you're always making your patients happy, but the reviews are also for potential new patients. That's why you're answering them. So make sure that your reviews are nice and easy, your answers to them, and you do it all the time. That was question number one. Question number two, newsletters, okay. So this was an interesting question. I got this because I was asked, um, what are some of the best strategies for newsletters? Now, we all know that a lot of people don't really open newsletters. Let's face it, you get all these spam emails. I mean, how many of you go online, go check your email every day and just do delete, 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 right? So here are some of the tips that I use. The number one tip that I use is that I use a platform that is beneficial to me. So I currently use MailChimp. Now there is ActiveCampaign, there is Constant Contact. There is a lot of different things going on, but let's say that you do have a newsletter system like Mailchimp, right? It's so cool with Mailchimp is because you can do A-B testing and you can also go ahead and set up your newsletters to segment themselves. So here's an example. If you're going to send a newsletter, I have found that most of the newsletters that people open, they open up because they come from my name, not an info email. So they come from my email and my name is in there. So when they see it, they say Manal Sampat is actually sending you this email. It's not my company. It's not my info email. It's my name. So that I actually get more opening rate because of that. The second thing that I do is when I send out the emails, within 24 hours, I have the opportunity to resend the emails to the people who haven't opened it. So MailChimp has this cool feature, right? So I go on to MailChimp. I send out the email. Then within 24 hours, I check back and see, okay, how many people actually went ahead and opened the email. If they opened the email, great. If you didn't, I can resend the newsletter out so that I can go in and send out the newsletter to only the people who did not open the email kind of cool, right? And your open rate actually increases because of it. Because think about it. You saw an email come in early in the morning and you were like, all right, whatever. I don't, you know, I'll check it later. And then you completely forget. So now you're getting this email opened up later on. So MailChimp is a super cool tool. Um, if you go online and just Google like newsletter taglines or newsletter of, oh, hi, Jason. Okay, so you said, is the A-B testing MailChimp free or do I have to upgrade to get that? Well, the A-B testing in MailChimp is actually free. It is free, and MailChimp is free up to 2,000 people. There are certain features that are not free, but A-B testing is free. So go ahead and try that out when you can. Um, All right, so newsletters, Go ahead and Google some taglines so you know what kind of taglines to do it. But like I said, the email, if it comes from you or the doctor directly, that's great. I know it's kind of annoying because then the doctor get all the emails. So you don't want to use that email address, but you want to use the doctor's name. So try to do it that way. The newsletter also has to be mobile responsive because let's you know let's face it, most of the people who are looking at their emails are looking at online. So your newsletter has to be mobile responsive. This way you get more and more people involved into it. Use graphics, use videos. I use a lot of color in my newsletter. Newsletters. And I also try to make my newsletters to the point, but I use a lot of press in it because if you have, if you have something to talk about, put it in the newsletter, right? So that, those are some tips for the newsletters. The third thing I got, okay, with custom audiences. So somebody was making custom audience. Now, if you don't know what custom audience is, it's on Facebook. And what Facebook does, which is super cool because Facebook has over a billion active users daily, Oh my God, right? Insane. So Facebook is kind of cool because you can create custom audiences based on the audience that looks similar to your fans or looks similar to your current patients. So let's say that you put that data into Facebook. Then Facebook is going to ask you, do you want 1% match or 10% match? Like it will give you a little scale. So I was asked, do you want to do 1% or 10%? Well, to me, always, always start with 1% because that's the closest match to your actual group. So start with 1% and then go ahead and experiment, experiment with different things. So if you keep experimenting, you're going to see which is the demographics that works for your practice, for your target practice. Make sure that you're always doing location services. So make sure that when you're doing your Facebook ads, you add locations and you add specific preferences that are towards your target market. So again, the question was for custom audiences, do I do 1% or 10%? Start with 1%. The next question I have is, how do I merge pages? Okay, so I'm assuming that what you mean by merge pages is maybe on Google or on Facebook, right? It's one of the other. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go over both of them. So they're both simple, they're not crazy. Uh, They're both simple, but they are very involved. Now, on Google, if you want to merge two pages, so let's say you go online and you put on your address on Maps and you see duplicating pages. That was the next question that I was talking about. Now, with merging pages, I want to make sure that, I don't know which part you wanted to know about merging pages, What is Facebook or Google, but let's go over both. So this is what we are going to do, okay? With Facebook, it's kind of cool that you can merge similar pages. You want to make sure, though, however, that your name is same for both the pages. If your name is same for both the pages, you are going to be able to merge it. So you go to your main Facebook business page, you go under settings, and on the bottom, you're going to see merge similar pages. Before that, you're going to see download this page. Make sure that you download the page in case something happens, right? You don't want you don't want anything to happen to that page. So make sure you download it. Then what you're going to do is you're going to claim that second duplicate page. So let's say it's a locations page, or somebody just kind of wrote your review, and now you have the second Facebook page. Go ahead and claim that page. Once you claim it, you are going to have your active business page and this other page also on Facebook. Here is the tricky part. Like I mentioned, you want to make sure the names are similar. That's how you are going to be able to merge the pages. If your name are, names are different, and if your information like phone number and address is different, Facebook is not going to merge those pages for you so go ahead and make sure that your pages are actually with the same name and information and then when you go to settings and do merge pages Facebook is going to drop down and say which of the pages do you want to merge now another key point is you have to be admin to both the pages so you can see both the pages at the back end so when you can see all the both the pages merge pages you go on all right, and you do merge pages and then it's going to ask which two pages you select the two pages you want then a pop-up is going to show up to see which page do you want to merge into. This is super important, make sure you actually choose the correct page you want to get merged into because you don't want to now give away this awesome active page you've been working on into this other page that you just found online. So click on the correct page you want the secondary page to be merged into. Once you do that, Facebook will be able to merge your pages. If they cannot, you can actually contact them. They will actually have an option there for you to contact Facebook and they may ask some kind of you know information from you. Like I have merged pages before and sometimes they want to make sure that you are the practice owner and you actually own this business. So I have gotten information like, can you show them your business license? Or you know they will ask you specific things that they want to make sure that the page or the business actually belongs to you. So there is a way to do it. Now, if you have multiple... Google listings. Well, oh man, this is a whole whole other topic, but let's talk about it, okay? So multiple Google pages, Google business pages. Now, the way for you to check it is go to Maps, Maps.Google.com, write down the address of your business, and see what pages show up. That's where going to be most of the pages that show up, okay? Um, again, in order for you to be able to merge pages, you have to claim those pages. So when you go ahead and claim those pages, it's kind of cool because you'll be able to see everything under business.google.com okay now if that page if your duplicate page has the same exact address and I mean like Avenue meaning AVE compared to AVE NUE so doesn't matter if it is ST S-D to STREET it's still not going to match your address has to be exactly the same your phone number has to be exactly the same and the name has to be the exactly the same maybe it's the name of the practice the name of the doctor practice and the doctor together so if you have that information together you should be able to claim those pages once you claim those pages and go to business.google.com if your information is similar it's already going to say you have duplicate pages and it will walk you through the steps if your information is not similar you can make it similar and then the duplicate pages but if it's complicated what you do is once you log into business.google.com on the top left corner you're going to see three lines okay when you click on those three lines, you're going to see support. Click on support, fill out the form, and Google will call you right away. That's right, Google will actually call you. The information that you need when you call Google is the email address that the business listing is under. The second thing that you need after that is the actual information so the pages URL link if you have it it makes it easier for them to see what's actually going on and the third thing you have is they're going to ask to verify some of the business information so make sure that somebody who's calling Google actually has that information ready in front of them so once you have all that Google will help you merge those pages so I hope I answered it so you can merge pages on Facebook you can merge you know pages on Google as well The other thing is about live video. Well, I am not doing very good right now, am I? It seems that my connection is super slow and uh, I already got cut off once. Um, So live video, well, number one tip is make sure you have really good internet connection. Oh my God, all right. So make sure you have very good internet connection. Now with live videos, you can do them live using your desktop or you can do them live using your phone. Before I was using my phone because I was just using, you know, I was not trying to use Wi-Fi because I didn't want to slow it down but that didn't work out so now I'm using my computer now if you're going to go live you want to tell people when you're going to go live so individuals actually look forward to it this is the reason that I did it too if you go to my page I announced yesterday that I'm gonna be live today at what time and that I'll be answering some dental marketing questions so people are aware that this is happening now if you do go live you want to stay at least 10 minutes on the live video What that means is that if you stay 10 minutes, it gives enough time for everybody to actually know that you are live, that you are answering questions, and they can ask you questions while you are live. So this will allow you to communicate and engage with your patients while you are live. Another thing that I really like about um, live videos that we all know and we've talked about and I'm sure you've heard about it, is that right now they are very trending. They're very happening. Facebook wants you to do live videos. So because they want you to do live videos, they're automatically going to get the maximum exposure. So if you're not using live videos for your business, please, please, please use them. Now, uh, Here's the cool part about live videos. I you know, usually get a question, what happens once you go live? Is it like Snapchat? Like what happens to the video? Well, you can save the video. If you do it on the phone, it will automatically give you an option to say save the video to your camera. Hello. So you can save the video on your phone. If you have a business page, you can actually go to publishing tools and go under videos and you will see your video there. You have the ability to download your video from there. Now why is this important? This is important because once you have that video, you can always go ahead and repurpose that video. So if you have that video ready, you can always go ahead and put it back up, you know, later on or whenever you want. Repurposing content is huge, which actually brings me to my next question is talking about how do I always find content for my, for my business page? I know this is kind of hard right because you always have to be engaging and interactive and you have to find good content it's very time-consuming and it's very interactive Um, here's what I want you to do I want you to create a calendar look at all the trending events see what's going on create a calendar so you know what pictures to take you know what you need to do so this way you have all your information ready to put out then schedule your post directly on Facebook because Facebook has that feature now, I use, um, I use something called SmarterQ for my other things, like Twitter. Now, SmarterQ does not allow me, you cannot schedule posts on groups yet directly, like you can on a business page on Facebook. So, when you see posts here, either they're by SmarterQ or I actually come online and do the post. So, for business pages, though, you could do, make a post directly on SmarterQ or on Facebook. Now, SmarterQ, the reason I like that platform compared to like Hootsuite is because I can repurpose content I can have a lifetime content and it will actually help me find content so I can go online and I can go to find me quant like find me quotes and it will actually show me all these quotes which are engaging pretty well and I can now reuse them I can repurpose them so that's kind of cool because if I'm running out of content I can just go on there and find some content so that's something that you want to do you want to create your own content you want to do live videos you want to share photos of your team and your patients and all that cool stuff you want to share videos too right but you don't need to always do that make sure that once in a while share a link share a funny video you know find something online with oral cancer find something online that is pass- that you are passionate about with dental health and share that information it gives you credibility which is amazing and it also allows you to have content all the time on facebook now the next question i have is when do i post on facebook wow we got a lot of facebook questions huh okay so I mean if you go online you're gonna find so many different ways post after 3 p.m. on Facebook post after 8 p.m. do the early in the morning the first question I want to ask you is when are you online on Facebook when are you online on Facebook try to post it at similar time the best way however to do it is if you actually have an active business page go into your settings and actually look at the data look at the analytics that you have if you have the analytics on your page it will tell you when most of your fans are online So this will allow you to schedule your post at a time when your fans are actually online. Here's something cool. Right underneath it, you will be able to see which of your posts are converting more and are engaging more. So if you go online in the back end on Facebook, you will not only see what time to put the post up, but you will also see which posts are converting. And it will show you some competitors' posts which are doing better or worse than you. Facebook is you know, very clever. They want to make sure that you're putting out content and you're putting out engaging content, and they want you to know what your competition's doing, so you're always on the ball. So that's how you will go about putting posts online on Facebook. Well, all right, guys, that is it for now. Keep asking questions, and here's an announcement. If you're going to be at the annual Garden State Dental Conference and Expo, which is where I am right now, um, make sure you come say hi to me. I'll be at table five, and I'm speaking tomorrow, from 11 45 to 12:45, and you know it's going to be great we're going to be talking about lots of cool stuff so make sure you show up replay the video if you did not get to see my entire broadcast I am so sorry I got cut off this is what happens when you're traveling and your Wi-Fi issues but I'm glad that you enjoyed it if you have any questions as usual post them on Facebook. Don't be shy to do that. I know a lot of you send me messages and emails about it, but go ahead and post it directly on Facebook. It's all good. I got you. I got you. All right. Enjoy your night. See you later. Bye-bye.